Day 26 On the Myth of the Heart-Head Divide For many centuries, philosophers regarded our rational thinking as a process clearly differentiated from our emotions. Hence the thinking head, feeling heart division that still holds sway today. Thinking was, of course, the higher function, feeling the lower. The religious version of this goes, put your faith in the facts and the feelings will follow. As though you could handle your feelings like you curb your dog. It was all very neat and tidy and well arranged until the neuroscientists discovered that our rational thoughts are considered moral judgments, for example, are not at all dispassionate in their origins. First comes an intuition, led by finely honed for survival emotions and more reactive functions of the brain. Then comes a rationale to back up the intuition, led by the rational thinking part of the brain. In other words, before we have what we regard as dispassionate rational thoughts, these thoughts have already been triggered by emotions that we may or may not be aware of. Thus, locating thinking in the feeling heart, as this very old prayer does, is not so naive an idea after all. In fact, it's a very old idea ahead of its time. And here we are, our minds filled with what we take to be dispassionate, rational thoughts that feel very much like well-considered logical conclusions. In fact, most of these cool-headed perspectives got rolling along their cognitive highway fueled by one or more of our wet, heart-throbbing, sweaty emotions, sad, glad, mad, and all their variant combinations featured in that brilliant animated movie, Inside Out. All this happens, of course, in the micro-milli-nanoseconds by which our neurons fire and trigger other neurons to fire. What can we do about it? For starters, be a little less high-minded about how dispassionate and logical and rational our thinking on a given topic may be. Understand instead that every thought is like a passenger on a crowded subway train jostled by emotions of various kinds on every side. Humility is often a reality-honoring posture, and it leads us to something else we can do about our feeling thinking. Turn to a higher power for a little help with our heart thinking, which is where our handy fourth line comes in. And now the Sarum prayer. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in my eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be at my end and at my departing. And now a variation on a prayer of St. Patrick by Emily Swan. I breathe in strength as I stand today, calling on the source, the wellspring, and the living water, believing in the threeness, witnessing the oneness, on my way to meet you face to face. The benediction, 
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.